Um, kia ora koutou, everyone. Welcome to um, Queensland Live podcast. Um, I'm very excited to talk to um, Kiane Matapasipu, who is a, a I'm going to start, I'll, I'll like take a deep breath, um, award-winning journalist and photographer, writer, social activist, um, and producer of um, Nuku, which is a creative social impact and storytelling project, um, profiling Wahini in um, Aotearoa. You just... Do you just talk to people from here? I talk to people who are here. Right. <laughs> it's mainly because of my budget, but they're not just Indigenous to Aotearoa. So welcome. Thank you, Kia ora. Um, and thank you so much for giving up some of your time. And I've just missed um, mum to a two and a half year old. So we, before I pressed, pressed play, we got into the um, discussion of our children going back to daycare yesterday and <laughs> big sigh of relief around the country. Um, how are you? I ask everyone this. I'm feeling a bit strange, actually. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I'm otherwise well. Um, but woke up this morning with a headache. I don't really want to leave my bubble. I don't want to go to meetings. I went out to a shop to buy, um, my production manager just started back in the office today. And so I went out to a shop to buy some hot drinks and it just was really weird being in that space. And I kind of felt you know when you've got so many things to do and you have that stress and anxiety oh, that I felt that even though I didn't have lots to do I was like I don't like this normal again go yeah. I want to go back yeah. to the bubble I totally hear you when when they announced level two the next and the next was it was it a Thursday we went into level two I can't even remember but I mm-hmm. I saw my friend for about half an hour and then I was like I'm done and I went back home and burst into tears. <laughs> what is this? But then I also said to somebody yesterday, I haven't been able to cry at all. And then yesterday, no, the weekend, it came out on the Sunday afternoon and it just came out like full, full on snot, like bawling. And I'm like, I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had a couple of other... Um, I've had a couple of other projects that have been on hold that are now starting back again. And one of them triggered me yesterday because it was quite an emotional thing. And it was about the Whenua Rihu Mātau and, you know, which is where I'm from and part yeah. of the campaign that we've been fighting for, for, you know, nearly yeah. six years now. And it just sort of all got a little bit overwhelming. Um, and I didn't get emotional in the sense that I was crying, but I was just very like, well, I need to sit down and I need yeah. to just sit yeah. on the stare out to the trees for a little bit. Yeah, no, no, totally. Lots of stuff going around, hey? Lots of yeah. feelings and emotions. So who's been in your bubble? Who was in there? Uh, my husband and our baby. Yeah. Um, my husband and I have both still been working. So he um, thankfully was able to change his shift to start at 3 a.m., so he could finish by 11 a.m. Brain explodes. <laughs> but that meant that I would homeschool or, you know, be with baby in the morning doing activities, making Play-Doh and jelly and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I've been there, yep, yep. And then um, he would come home and then I would start in the afternoon and get as much as I could do done in the afternoon and then we'd be home for dinner together. And yeah. he'd, he'd, he'd go to bed when she'd go to bed at 7 o'clock and I'd be up watching TV by myself. <laughs> I will watch some Netflix, damn it. I'll do this. I'll be an adult for five minutes. Um, so I really want to look at Ihmatao 
in a little bit, but I want to talk about your Nuku project. And can you, ex so can you explain one, where that came from and where you, if you've still been able to work on it and where you kind of want to push that out to in the future? So Nuku came from a couple of different places. <laughs> um, one was I have my, you know, for my professional career, worked as a journalist and a magazine editor, um, as a photographer, and um, obviously all of those things are around storytelling. And so Nuku partly was around me trying to find something that could combine all of those skills um, and do something that I was really passionate and interested in. The other part of it came from a really shit time in my life, actually. Um, my grandmother, who um, helped raise me, uh, who I spent a lot of time with and who was my biggest fan, yeah. <laughs> um, she passed away really suddenly a couple of years ago. And at the same time, I was struggling with infertility. My husband and I had been together um, I think this year is like 17 years. It was 14 years, 14, 15 years before we had our baby. And um, we had been struggling with infertility. And so I was going through a lot of um, raw emotion around being a wahine and what, where are our support networks and what do they look like? And yeah. I really missed my grandmother's wisdom and her stories and just that really real, raw conversation that you have with other women yeah. and even though we are so socially connected with Facebook and Instagram and all of these sorts of things I was actually really pissed off at the fact that it was so fake and it was just food photos or you know the 20th selfie that you took and that's the best one and so that's the one you're going to put up and the, I, I felt that there wasn't a lot of substance to a lot of the social media that was available at that particular time and so um I miraculously fell pregnant with our daughter and with her came Nuku. And so as she was growing, this idea for Nuku was growing and strengthening. And so I truly believe that it was a mixture of, um, you know, me thinking about bringing a, a young indigenous woman into the world and what did I want her to know and learn and, and have access to and the stories um, that she should, you know, see. Um, it was also around, I think, my grandmother having a lot of influence um, with helping to inspire me over that time, our wairua. And then, of course, um, you know, I'm an activist, so <laughs> it was yeah, also yeah, a yeah. fuck you to the system and go, I really want to prioritize indigenous female voices and I'm so sick of seeing white men being interviewed about Maori issues in this country or indigenous yeah. issues around the world um, and it's time that we really put our wahine on a platform and let them shine and so nuku was all of those things <laughs> and I happen to have the diverse skill um, to be able to make it happen and so We've just, just before lockdown, we finished number 30. The Kopapa is to profile 100. Yeah. Um, through podcast, uh, portrait photography, behind the scenes videography, and at the culmination of 100, we're making a book. That's the short answer. <laughs> you know what? When you were talking about your baby and this idea being bought, my heart exploded, completely exploded. <laughs> 
and and I know that I so I'm I'm in my fifteenth year of living here from the coming from the UK, and my journey around understanding the history. I so I work for a family violence organisation here, and I you know a lot of that work that we do is about learning and understanding and you know telling the stories of people and hearing the stories of people um but also me coming to terms with where i've come from and living here and trying to raise up the voices of those people using the fact that i am a white woman from mm -hmm. europe you know and all the stuff that goes with that and all the privilege that goes with that and still learning how to do that correctly and properly and holding it lightly um so so my awareness of reading your stuff was just like i want more of this i want more of this <laughs> how can i be involved in this how can i help this how can i what can i do and i know throughout watching even watching all the news around ikamapa and learning about the history of that place i'm constantly bombarded my brain is constantly bombarded with how can i what can i do what can I do? What can I do correctly? What can I do to be quiet and listen? What can I do to be loud and make notice of? Mm. Um, and I just, I just, I love, like you talked about those conversations with your grandma about, you know, the actual sitting down and hearing stories. And, that, and, and how important that is. Yeah, and having those conversations and talking about things in depth and having an opinion and not being afraid to share that opinion and saying it quite loudly and standing behind it. Um, you know, those, I come from very, I, they're not stroppy wahine, but they're very headstrong. Yeah. In my family. <laughs> and so, you know, I've grown up um, encouraged to say what I think is on my mind um, to share whakaaro but also to uplift others around us and that's really really important because yeah. it's not about standing on people's shoulders to get to the top it's about getting up one step and then pulling someone up with you and then getting up the next step and carrying on and so that's that's really important for me um and that's something that you know we put our heart and soul into nuku it's a it's a social enterprise it doesn't make money the money that we are able to get through koha or through merchandise sales um go straight back into making another profile and, and as we go through it we'll continue to do that um but just growing the movement and the community around the nuku kaupapa has been amazing and i've just like i've just heard that over this lockdown period um somebody was getting their children to listen to a nuku podcast um research you know listen to the podcast then research the wahine who it was about or research a topic that she discussed and then use that as part of their homeschooling and i was just like what? <laughs> I know. what yeah yeah totally i've made through through talking to women over these past couple of weeks i've made some one huge connections with women all over the world but also those you know the messages you get from people who you've never met in your life going do you know what i get 20 minutes at night to cook the dinner on my own and I put a podcast on and I listen to it and it makes me cry and it makes me laugh and it makes me feel connected and, mm -hmm. and it's that simple and you're like oh my god and it is, that, it is that collective wisdom I mean we talk about it a lot at Nuku is that collective wisdom is, is 
the best because as women we all have our own experiences and we all have things that we've done in our lives that we can share and help the next person um but when we collect all of that together just imagine how powerful oh yeah be. yeah absolutely so um talking about um kind of you know this crazy time um that landed on our doorstep um and then and looking at where you come from so you know that that period of time before even be probably before lockdown where if Marco was on the news there was lots of conversations going on about it um you know it was there was lots of kind of there was kind of some noise going on and then this happened and it kind of shut down that that, that noise what where how can we still bring raise that up because and the reason i ask that is because i've talked to lots of women about projects they're involved in whether it's about um inequity of the country or child protection or whatever and and some of those stories have been kind of silenced because of all this noisiness i i think you know it wasn't really silenced from the outside in terms of ihumato um some of it we particularly um played a part in not keeping quiet but oh 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 sorry that's Don't my worry. and I'm just gonna shut him off. Um, <laughs> Alright I was just saying before we've had a cat not computers over we've had babies running into the room it's all good. It's real life, it's real life no. <laughs> I'm just going to quickly say, don't call me. I'm in, I'm in I am on the national podcast. <laughs> I'm on the TV. I'm on so, the TV. Um, they can't see me. Which well, he wouldn't even be flustered about because he's just like, oh, <laughs> um, So, yes, yeah, some of it was in last year. I mean, we, we as the current iteration of um, whānau who are fighting for the whenua di because remembering that our parents and grandparents have done this in different ways um, before yeah. us, um, we have been doing this for, you know, five and a half, almost six years in its current state. That's around the Protect the campaign. And last year was huge. Um, when the eviction happened, in July from then until you know the lockdown um, it was non-stop and it, you know the first weekend there were 10,000 people there and we've, yeah. we've had news from all around the world and while that's really amazing for amplifying the kaupapa um, it was also really really tiring and yeah. so the lockdown came at um, in some parts a good time and some parts not so good um, one good thing that came out of it was we all got to have a little bit of a rest yeah. because we're so much we're so involved in, you know, strategy hui and meetings and political, you know, political conversations. And um, we're still at the moment waiting on a deal to be signed. And so just before lockdown, we were still finalizing that deal. And when they said, you know, I think we were at level two, you're only allowed 50 people. We're just like, we have to have a meeting with Alfano to sign off this paperwork. Yeah. How are we going to do that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, there were parts there were parts of the lull that were planned by us because it was an opportunity for us to have a bit of a rest um, and also an opportunity for the deal that we're still working on um, to have the space it needed without constant questions from the media. Yeah. Um, we're now at a point though where it's like, yep, long enough, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's go. There's things to do. We yeah. need to keep moving forward. Um, 
And I guess the, the power of social media, if we're talking about, you know, for other people who have campaigns that may or may not have been affected by COVID-19 or may have a lull, um, the power of social media is is great um, because you control the narrative that can go out there. You can continue to keep up momentum. You don't have to wait for the TV One News reporter to come and interview you. You yeah. can be doing lives. You can be doing your own Zoom interviews. Um, you know, there's lots of things that people can continue to be doing themselves to keep their kopapa or their campaign in the public eye. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I would encourage people who are fighting or who are campaigning to do ensure that you you have consistent and strong social media yeah totally and keep, yeah, don't rely on everybody else to do that for you and keep pushing out those messages you know and keep listening and talking and um i, I love that i love what you say about like you are in control of your own narrative you know mm -hmm. whether there's craziness around you that you can't control um you're in charge of what you know how you push that out and what you listen to and understand and educate yourself around. Yeah. And you don't have to continue to respond and react to other things. So long as you know your narrative, so long as you know, you know, what, what your, um, what your key messages are. And so long as you continue to do that with your mana intact and with other people's mana intact, that's really important as yeah. well. Yeah. That's, um, I took all that sentiment completely. So you're, um, just quickly looking at your, how was your, how was life? What would you, what do you not want to change from, from your bubble life? What do you Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really love being in the bubble and I think it's because I live such a busy life and I hate that we in society have put so much, um, honor on this badge of busyness yeah and i think it's bullshit and yeah. <laughs> needs to yeah. stop yeah um but i have absolutely loved spending quality time with my whanau and not having to you know only come back for 10 minutes before bedtime because i've been at a meeting for three hours yeah um i've really loved cooking and um my husband is really great at experimenting with kai and so we have been um you know, finding different things to cook. We've also had a look at what tinoranga tiratanga and mana motuhake means for our whanau, for our household, and how much we rely on the system and how much we actually need to be self-sufficient or self-sustaining. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've um, made an effort to revive our marakai and planting kai for the winter. Um, we have got our you know we're about to get our water tank it's only a small one but we're about to get our water tank connected you know Auckland's going through a drought and we shouldn't we really shouldn't have to rely on the system yeah we should be able to collect our own water if, if every household collected their own water we wouldn't have a drought because <laughs> it'll be <laughs> ourselves in a, in a sense um and so those things I really want to keep and just our daughter, so my husband's Tongan, and our daughter has been learning Tongan language, Māori language, and English language. And while she's been home, we've noticed such a growth in her, um, you know, ability to speak those languages. It's unbelievable. Yeah, 
it's like her personality yeah. has yeah. what she's what she's um you know reading and all that sort of stuff and so yeah. um i would really love to continue not homeschooling but um just making more of an effort around the different things she's learning at home yeah and um yeah that that sort of that real kind of old school fano <laughs> yeah no 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 totally i was talking to my mum about it and i was saying you know the amount of people who've taken it upon themselves to go and plant vegetables like you say to get prepared and to say do you know what i don't i don't need you i can do this myself yeah. I, can, I can grow my pie for myself and prep for the winter months and i, I don't need you i can do it and and the you know the, the feeling of power around that for people is just it's you can't replace it it's just amazing absolutely yeah, and that's exactly it like our papakainga so many of our houses in our papakainga have been doing their mara have been growing their kai and to see that um you know those are indigenous values but they should be values that everybody holds yeah, yeah. That's tiratanga in action you know we don't have to worry about standing in a supermarket line yeah yeah <laughs> if you've got, a, if you've got a, a garden that's growing enough kai for you yeah yeah so those are important things that i think we all should be taking forward yeah. no i totally um, agree with you yeah totally. so um are you ready for your quick fire round hit me, hit me. <laughs> um uh favorite new zealand biscuit Oh, oh, um, uh, Afghan. Oh, controversial. Um, spring or autumn? Spring. Favorite it was, vegetable? It was my birthday at that time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite vegetable? Oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, carrot. No, it's not oh, a carrot. No, no, I was going to say the mighty carrot. Probably a potato, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. I that is many, I have eaten <laughs> a colossal amount of potatoes. No, kamo kamo. Kamo kamo is my most favourite vegetable cooked with butter. See, you've just, like, you just dug deep into the depths of your knowledge of <laughs> vegetables. I love it. Um, are you a hot bath or a hot shower girl? Uh, both. My but I can't currently fit in the bath that we have in our house. So. I don't have one, so it's rubbish. Um, salt or sweet? Sweet. Uh, Kindle or book? Book. Uh, mountain or beach? Ooh. Beach. Um, one famous person, alive or dead, who you would invite into your um, fare right now? Oh, I think famous people are so overrated. I know, but it could be somebody. Somebody um. <laughs> doesn't have to be like a Hollywood person. <laughs> uh, King Tafio. Nice choice. And uh, something that you've been listening to or watching that you'd like to recommend to everyone. Oh well, I'd like to recommend Nuku to everyone. Well, <laughs> I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> um, I have been listening to i just discovered this podcast called coco talk and they've been doing the moko kowai series um, and it's from a couple in australia who have not really an interest in podcasting they just sort of wanted to interview some people and so did and it's been quite cool um and i not that i recommend this to people but i watched tiger king and carol baskin totally killed her husband 
I can, do you know what? I've got it on the list, and every time I go to press play, I just can't. I just can't do oh, it. It's, it's just, it's <laughs> most ridiculous. It, honestly, it's ridiculous. It is so out of this world crazy. <laughs> and you actually don't know, you know, most movies or most, th- you know, they have a hero and they have an underdog. You don't even know who the hero and who yeah, the Yeah, I can't even, my brain's so full at the minute. I'm like, I just can't. We're all pretty shit. But we actually, we've been, we watched, um, we've been watching some stuff around Ron Finley, who was a uh, African-American guy from South Central LA who calls himself the gardening gangster. Oh, he's incredible. He's in a TED Talk. The gardener. Yeah. Um, and we've been watching a bit of his stuff. And so that, yeah, I'd recommend that. And I'd also recommend, um, Living by the Māori Moon on Facebook, Henny Hōterene. She's been doing daily Maramataka Kōrero, which I've found really valuable lately. Oh, I'm going to write that one down. Cut me off because I'll just keep going. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, thank you so much for giving up some of your time on a, is it Tuesday? I don't even know what day it is. I don't anymore. know, but it's sunny. It's sunny here too. Um, I want you to go, tell me what you're going to go and do right now. Oh, to be honest, <laughs> back to my other computer and editing some stuff for one of my clients. But I have a funding application that I have to put in over the next couple of days. And I have an exhibition that I have to get ready for and organize prints. So I'm going to be stuck to my computer, I think. for the rest of the Make sure you get some breaks um, for that brain. But um, thank you so much. And uh, we will talk to you very soon. Thank you. You are welcome. Kia ora. <laughs> Kia ora.